You are listening to the 3 Up 3 Down Sports Podcast. Always remember, be good be good at it. Episode 9 of the 3 Up, 3 Down Sports Podcast. What's happening, my good friend, Andrew? I'm just out here trying to be like Mike. Golly, I just want to be like Mike. That's Sometimes I feel I really like he right is now. me. I'm not going to lie. I've been on eBay for the past probably three hours trying to hunt down a MJ jersey that I can order that doesn't cost me $299 from fanatics.com. I do like Fanatics, though, but not a $299 jersey. And go, go find you a Birmingham Barons jersey. Why would I want a Birmingham Barons jersey? To be like Mike. Did he, did he wear a Birmingham Barons jersey? Did he play for the Birmingham Barons? Gosh, yes. Really? Yes, yes. Golly, I guess I should do that. No, I don't want to do that. I'm not wasting my money on a Birmingham Barons shirt, shirt jersey. That was pre pre Bay Bears existence. Same lady. Yes, it was. Good old Bay Bears. Now they're the trash pandas. <laughs> the trash pandas, and it's poetic justice that the trash pandas will not play this year. It is pretty funny. A good my good buddy Josh Ballinger. He lives in Madison, Alabama. Take that, Josh. Suck it. Yeah. You get no amateur baseball this year. Steal our double A team. I'll send you the Rona. So we're we're a healthy healthy eight episodes into the podcast. This is episode number nine, and we're all it's all about MJ these past few. And I'm not bored with it yet. Um, <clears throat> I kind of felt like I'd get bored talking about it, but the episodes are just so dang good, man. So dang good. Tonight we've five got yeah we got five and six tonight. Um, I pro I mean I promise when we get some sports going, which there are some sports. There was some big news in baseball that came out today, which is exciting. Uh, we'll touch on that, but uh, you know sports will start trickling in here soon. But thankfully, ESPN's kind of saving our rears with this fantastic last dance. So. Five and six. Um, overall thoughts? Is it your favorite, your least favorite, middle of the road for the first six episodes? What are your thoughts? Episode five was my favorite episode thus far. I teased a little bit on our last podcast, and um, it was my favorite thus far. And 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 we we've kind of touched on it, but I felt like episode five. I mean, this whole series brings back some really fond memories and, and, you know, explaining things that I'm interested in now that I really didn't know about then. But episode five brought back so many just fond memories. And my favorite, the like Mike, the like Mike commercial, be like Mike. 
that was my like that was my like favorite. Night. That that's oh. why we did it as the intro music for this podcast is because it was a nostalgic moment that I did not see coming in episode five. It was awesome. I loved seeing it, man. It was it was awesome. In all honesty, dude, I forgot about the commercial. Like I can't believe I'm saying it, but like when that commercial hit, I was like, oh. It's the greatest commercial of all time. And we were like 10. Name me another 11. commercial. The old Gatorade little, I mean, was it a yeah. glass bottle? No, what? I think it was, I think it was plastic. Was it then, plastic? But yeah, but man, he loved that design. orange. He loved that orange Gatorade though. But I love that commercial. Yeah, it really I mean, was a, it was a super nostalgic moment. It kind of just set you back in time, not even with just MJ, just with life in general, man. It was just good, good then, man. It was awesome. No worries. I don't know who came, I don't know who came up with that little jingle, but he's giving John Tash a run for his money. He is. Man, it was good. So, you know, as opposed to the, the, the Be Like Mike <clears throat> uh, song that they – gave us a little ditty of during that episode it was a lot of good content in that episode you had a little sneak peek from kobe you had uh uh some some um advertisement and endorsement you know shake up and controversy um you had the olympics it was a good episode it was a good episode what do you think when you saw kobe the first time on there Man, gave me all the feels. I mean, because I, I, I really I wasn't expecting them to have interviewed Kobe for this. Um, you know, and so after after losing Kobe earlier this year and, and getting to see a thought from him about that, um, you know, and about Michael and, and then getting to see what Michael's thoughts were as Kobe was, was coming up. Um, you know, I'm, I'm like, you know, part of me sitting there wishing that we had that I, we could go on Twitter and see what Kobe was saying mm-hmm. about Michael during this mm-hmm. episode. You know, we've had like LeBron James has been very active in in watching this and tweeting about it. And it's like, you know, I feel like we were robbed of, of Kobe giving us feedback on that. But at the very least we, we got to see an interview with Kobe. Um, you know, and then we get to see, we get to see what Michael thought about Kobe, young young Kobe Bryant. You know, in the '98 All Star Game, and the, I mean, there's so many good quotes in this in this series in this documentary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so we we get to see Michael sitting in the locker room talking about Kobe, and 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 again, there, there's so many quotes in in this documentary. But you hear Michael talking about Kobe, you know, saying, yeah, that little Laker boy is going to take everybody one-on-one. Mm-hmm. He don't let the game come to him. He just go out there and take it. Like, mm-hmm. how, well, how great of a quote is that? That is 1998. Mm-hmm. You know, Kobe Bryant making an all-star game. He, mm-hmm. I don't even know if Kobe was a starter in 98 for the Lakers. Mm. Um, you know, Michael, Michael realized how great he was before everybody mm-hmm. really realized how great he was. Yep. You know, Michael said – like I said, I, I'm gonna make this shit happen. I'm gonna make this a one-on-one game. 
If I was his teammate, I wouldn't pass him the ball. You want this ball again, brother? You better rebound. Like, what? That's good. It is good, oh my man. Gosh. Knowing, knowing That's how so good, good. Knowing, knowing how good Kobe ended up being, it was good. Uh, it's. It was nice to see to mention, a little. Like that's how that's how Michael this. was when he was young. It was Michael was a ball And after everything with Kobe this year, man, it was nice to see a little, a little touch of him in this series. I liked it. I liked seeing him. So, so my 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 favorite part, I think, of <clears throat> or, or one of the parts I enjoyed the most on episode. Five, and I'm pretty sure it was all in episode five. Was um, the the deal that MJ made with Nike? I was really, really excited. I'm really excited to talk about this when you put it on the the list tonight. Uh, I was like, good, we get to talk about the endorsements. So, Converse back back when Michael Jordan was was starting to get endorsements or or looking at getting endorsements. The big shoe sponsor of the NBA was Converse, and there was actually some pretty sweet-looking Converse back then too. They weren't like the little like I mean, you know, you have the typical Converse that you think of, which are great shoes. I have a pair, you know, just that thin wall. But those were like some basketball shoes. Like those were some sweet-looking Converse shoes. Okay. Heck yeah. Well, <clears throat> you know, he wasn't gonna. I mean. I can't remember if they even said if Converse wanted to look at him or talk to him about, it, but they had they showed the commercial with Magic and Larry, and and you know those guys advertising the Converse. And well, that was Converse was the shoe. They had like the Magic. Only shoe. They had Larry. They yeah. had Julius Irving. Like so, Nike. So Nike had. I don't think Nike really had even. I think they even they said on on here that it was a, a kind of a small startup company still at this point. And yeah. they asked, they asked Michael, "Hey, hey, what shoe, what shoe do you want?" He was like, "I want Adidas. I like Adidas. I like, I like the Adidas shoe." And Nike was wanting to sponsor him. And his first impression was, "I'm not, not wearing Nike. I'm not going to the meeting. I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to the meeting." <clears throat> and you know, like every good son does. When his mom smacks you upside his head and says, you're getting on the airplane, you're going to the meeting. He got up and he went to the meeting. And so then they come out and they say that a, 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 good, a good deal for the top guys, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but a good deal for the top guys in the NBA right now, a good endorsement deal was $100,000, right? That's correct. And Nike comes out swinging as a, I guess, I'd have to look at the years and when they officially started and became big and all this kind of stuff. I mean, but I would, I think it's probably safe to say that Michael put them on the map. Hang on, back up the Brinks truck. Here it comes. They, they, they come out swinging. With a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar deal endorsement deal for Michael Jordan to wear their shoes, correct? 
too good to pass up. I don't care if you. I don't. I don't care. I don't care if those shoes are made out of cardboard boxes. I'm taking the two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Okay. So there, they then they come out and they say, you know what? Let's just put it this way, guys. If we do three million dollars in sales in the first year. That's a great year for us. Oh, no, 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 three, three million at the end of year four. This is a great deal. Three million at the end of year at the four. end of year four. If we do three million in shoe sales, okay, home run, home run, home run. <laughs> what was the number that they did at the end? What was the number after year one? A hundred and twenty-six million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, I don't care who you are, nobody on the human planet could have ever predicted what I mean, if you are Nike, <laughs> what are you thinking at that moment? If we do three more oh, no, 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 no. end of year four, we're good. No, no, no. What if you're Adidas in that moment saying we wouldn't give the guy. I mean, think about what endorsement deals go for but nowadays. Did, but did, but did Adidas even pursue yeah. him, or, or it, did he just say that he wanted them? He wanted them. I, I don't even think. Well, so I don't even know. Yeah. So, so there was some kind of um, like the husband and wife that owned Adidas. Like one of them had passed away. So th there was some. There were some ownership oh, issues gosh, in Adidas. I don't even think Lord. that they would offer. You I mean, had Nike, Michael Jordan saying, mm. I want Adidas. I mean, Nike, Nike, freaking Nike. You got Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods. Those two alone set you for life. But, I mean, to come out there and say, we're going to give you 250000 if we do $3 million, at the end of year four, by the end of year four, man, what a great investment. And you do, <laughs> who knows how many times three million, whatever that computes to, 126 million number. at the end of year one. I mean, even if you, even if you do that by, by year four, I think that's, that's 40 that's times. That's five hundred million times. Their their projection was three million at the end of year four. If you just multiply that by four, which it was way more than that, that's five hundred million by the end of year four. That's insanity. Insane. Best. That's what we call ROI. <laughs> that's that's a return a, on quite the good return on investment. God, what a what a thing! I don't mean so, to get all finance on you, but that's that was a good investment. Man, that put them on the map oh. without a doubt. Without a doubt, Air Jordans. I literally, I'm. It kind of made me want to go buy some Jordans for just no other reason than to Look, have a so, pair of Jordans. So just to to break that down and and today, so Nike's Jordan brand, just in a twelve month period for ending May twenty nineteen, Nike's Jordan brand generated three point one four billion dollars 
That's over a 12-month period mm. ending May 2019. Still. Just off of that, Jordan's cut, like according to Forbes, was $130 million. And this is, this is 20 years after they signed him, roughly, somewhere close to that. It's insane, man. 20, 25 insane. years. That's in, it's insane. Moving on, moving on, because I could talk about that all night, but moving on. Have you, hey, so have you gotten your J's yet? I haven't got my J's yet, but. Okay, it's coming, right? It's coming. Okay. <laughs> you know me, it's coming <laughs> for no other reason than just because. Probably prematurely. So, probably prematurely. <laughs> so, so, nineteen ninety six. You've got the the. Uh, was it the ninety six Olympics? It was the ninety six Olympics. Ninety two. Ninety two. Ninety six was in Atlanta. Ninety two was Barcelona. Barcelona. That's what it was. Okay. Ninety two Olympics. Is this the first introduction to the Dream Team? This was the Dream Team. So um, the dream team, you know. So in the world didn't championships, they to, didn't they try to call this, the dream team? Didn't they try to call the dream team in '96 also, or was it still the dream team well, or they, something? I mean, it, it, it became because so leading up to '92, the U.S. used all amateurs in um, in basketball, and they were kind of getting right. They were kind of getting smoked in international right. play, right? And so that's when they they said, you know what, screw it. Let's let's form a team that'll go win a gold medal. And mm-hmm. they they formed the dream team, and everybody loved the dream team. I mean, this was like, mm-hmm. I mean, this made these guys <clears throat> worldwide superstars. And and mm-hmm. so if, you know, if you want to go back to Scotty Scotty Pippen's contract, we've talked about Scotty before, and you know how bad of a contract Scotty's deal was well he signed that before the dream team well the dream team kind of went and made the nba popular worldwide this the dream team is what really got the nba on a whole nother level of popularity right and the endorsements that that followed i, I mean you think about that 92 Olympics and all the McDonald's commercials and, and mm-hmm. the McDonald's, mm-hmm. the Happy Meal stuff that went along mm-hmm. with it, Gatorade. And I mean, that was, there were so many endorsements that went with that. And I mean, how much USA apparel did everybody have? I mean, that's probably the most popular Olympic apparel in U.S. Olympic history. I, I, I yeah. wanted dream team stuff back then yeah i think i had a little um, windbreaker i think i had the usa windbreaker i think everybody did the hat That'd be a, the hat gosh that hat was awesome right so so the in in the dream team that year it was a great it was a great list but there was one sour egg who didn't get selected for this. And you know what? And I'll say this too. After episode 
three or four, whichever one on the last podcast we talked about where Isaiah Thomas got all the heat for walking off the court after getting beat and not shaking hands. Well, if, if you watch the news, if you watch the, our, the current day news now, there was all this kickback from uh, against, you know, Jordan being unfair and, and the remarks he made on the last dance about Isaiah Thomas. They went and interviewed Isaiah Thomas and said, what do you think about what Jordan said? And, you know, it just kind of – it was a bunch of crap, whatever. You know, I mean, so, so, the, so then, you know, as just a consumer, just an average person watching it, you're sitting here like, you know, I mean, was he hard on Isaiah Thomas? Like – was that kind of over the top to say those things on the last episode? It makes you think, you know, because that's what the media does to you. It makes you, you know, think about stupid crap. Well, then you come back and you watch this episode and you realize that Jordan got all the heat for not putting him on the, the dream team, saying that it was because of their beef with each other. But then you go and you interview the other guys on the dream team and none of them liked him. None of them wanted to play with him. So I think there's there's two things here. So one, look, if you want to label yourself a bad boy, you know, the bad boys of the NBA, you know, there's some collateral damage that comes along with that where if you're a bad boy, you know, you may not be liked. You may not have a – you may not make a lot of friends. You may win some championships, but – you may burn some bridges along the way, and I, and I think Isaiah absolutely did that. He did. I mean, like, but you can you can be a the a, a bad boy team and and a bad guy team, but keep a, a a mature reputation off the court to where your competitors respect you. I don't even know if there was any respect there enough. I mean, not enough for them to to want to play with him on the team. Here's the other. All right, so. So we're just talking about point guards on the team. You got 12 players on the team, so let's assume two point guards. One of them is going to be Magic. Magic was going to be on the team. That's fine. I don't without, think anybody has argued. No, nobody's arguing that. No. So really, the the only other point guard is John Stockton. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're we're not talking about Isaiah Thomas in 1989. We're talking about Isaiah Thomas in 1992. Go look at stats of John Stockton and Isaiah Thomas in 1992. Tell me which one's better. I don't have the stats in front of me, but Stockton's better. Spoiler alert. Stockton had better stats in 1992. And so in 1992, was Isaiah Thomas the second best point guard in the league? It's debatable, but – it's debatable. It's not like it's this slam dunk that Isaiah Thomas was the second right. best or the, the best point guard in the league. So the you take and him then, as a mediocre, a mediocre point guard that's not going to jive well with the team. Why would you put him on there? Yeah, I've, right. But and then the the other piece of that is they are when they were forming that team. They were looking for chemistry. Right. You know, chemistry makes a team. Chemistry can make or break a team. Exactly. And the bad boy Pistons, Mm. 
the the Pistons that were labeled as the bad boys, they did have good chemistry together. They they were very like minded with themselves, and it won championships for them. Yep. But if you're assembling this team of twelve to go dominate international play, yeah, you don't want conflict within each other and and i i think the best example of that chemistry and competitiveness is you look at the the practice footage i was just early about to say on it. The first the thing team. i thought about mm-hmm. i mean it got nasty it did you had it was jordan like a, and magic but I it mean, was like a mutual respect nasty you know what i mean like through the whole thing so that that practice is where Michael really asserted himself as the man. He mm-hmm. the the torch had been passed. Well, they Michael call him the Alpha Alpha. The man. They called him the Alpha Alpha. Uh, and I mean, there were some. I mean, they were walking to the bus, and everybody. I mean, it silence. Like mm-hmm. nobody's wanting to talk to each other. And I don't remember what the comment was, but someone eventually sitting in the bus kind of cracked a joke and they were all fine. Like it, everybody laughed mm-hmm. and, and they were good from that point on. Mm-hmm. That was it. Every, everybody acknowledged Michael's our guy. Michael is the guy. He's the man. And they all went on to accomplish this, you know, this common goal of being the most dominant international team and that we'll ever see ever and what, when, uh, coming out of coming out of that practice if all right so let's say Isaiah's there and it's heated man and it's heated and let's say you know Isaiah gets a little cheap shot on Mike you know so what happens after that if, if you've got this this adversity going into it mm-hmm. that you go into this heated little scrimmage practice that kind of goes too far and now you've got adversity within the team right because you're gonna you're gonna stay salty you're you're not gonna you're not gonna let that one go and and make it a a joining thing it's gonna be you're gonna stay salty about it and it's gonna spill over the games they cut that possibility out before it could even be a possibility yep i get it man It was awesome. I get it. it was, that was an awesome, awesome moment. That and the whole um, uh, coup coach thing, the um, trying on. to hunt him down. Hang on. Oh, gosh. Can we, pa- can we pause for a second? Yes, we can pause it. Go ahead. Can we pause for a second? I'm already paused. I'm already paused. I'm already paused. I'm getting a little paused. I'm getting a little parched. Hang on. Let me quench that thirst. Be like Mike. Want to be, want to be, want to be like Mike. That's probably a little bit about how Mike was. I don't know. I'm drinking a, I'm drinking a Steve Weiser. He likes the. That just, Michael likes a Miller Lite. Oh, Michael. The old Miller Lite. <laughs> Sorry. I bet, I bet Kukoc Sorry. likes a Kukoc. Steve Weiser. I bet he likes a Steve Weiser. I bet Kukoc likes a Perrier. He probably does. Nice, a little sparkling water. Nice, a nice, 
<laughs> sparkling water. Probably adds a little lime to it. So so was that was that Jerry Krause that was a, a Ku Coach Homer? Really liked him, really wanted him. Yeah, I mean Krause loved Krause. Ku Coach. Loved Ku Coach. And he drafted Ku Coach in I don't know, ninety one. I'll say ninety one. He drafted Ku Coach in ninety one. Ku Coach didn't come to the NBA until ninety three ish. He stayed over in Croatia because he was making the guy was making damn good money. In did Croatia, he play for the Bulls? Did he end up playing over there for the Bulls with Jordan? He did. Uh, and, and Kukoc went on to be a fantastic basketball player. But like Jordan did to everybody, he wanted to initi- you know, initialize that whole first meeting of letting him know who was boss and who was going to be boss for the rest. Well, of his life. It, this this wasn't a. It wasn't a dig so, on Kukoc. So it wasn't. Where this, it wasn't. I know. Where this conflict came from is you've got Jerry Krause fawning over Tony Kukoc, and Kukoc is getting a contract that is more than Scottie Pippen's. That's yep. That's and why so, if anybody, if so anybody now we're going money. into bingo. So now we're bingo. going into that the one of the first of. Uh, not elimination games, but like a pool play game, USA versus Croatia. Jordan and Pippen talk to the team and say, hey, we got Kukoc. We're going to – we are going to shut down Kukoc. Because – cue up the flair. Fuck you, Kraus. Yeah. Man, that was the you. whole reason the, for it. Uh, yep. And so they go in game one, and they embarrass Tony Kukoc. I mean, he ends and the was, game with and it like wasn't, six points. I don't know what, it, how many points. It, and it, it, was, it was specifically MJ and Scotty that embarrassed him, but almost more so Scotty. Yep. MJ was like, here, we're going to do this, yeah. but you, you make the point. And he did. We're going to show this boy <clears throat> it ain't Europe when you come to the NBA, son. All right, I don't want to run out of time, but because there, there's some more stuff that I want to talk about. But real quick, how fantastic was the award ceremony? So Jordan, Jordan we already handled. talked about it, right? Jordan's a Nike guy, and look how many shoes Nike's selling, right? Mm-hmm. Jordan is worth a ton to Nike, and Nike is worth a ton to Jordan. Yep. Who sponsored that '92? Who sponsored the Dream Team? Do you know? The old, the old Reebok. Reebok. So they're going up to accept the gold medal, and they got a big old Reebok sign on on their on their chest, on their he pec. Couldn't co- he couldn't cover. He couldn't. He couldn't take it off. He couldn't cover it with anything that would be covering it. You know. But he he wasn't gonna let it be so seen. In my- so. But in my childhood, like I were you were I remember Jordan with the flag around him, accepting the gold mm-hmm. medal. I was like, man, like Hulk Hogan, he's a real American. Yep. Now we know. Now why. we see the other side of it. <laughs> now we and know it's why. Fantastic. It is to it's cover awesome. up the Reebok signal. Oh my gosh! How pissed awesome. could Reebok <clears> have been? 
Yeah, and I don't even think Reebok they could have done anything. to getting a, a photo op with Jordan wearing Reebok gear and Jordan spoils it. It's fantastic. It was a Brilliant. it was a because what are you gonna shining say? moment? Hey, you got to get the, Mike get that American flag off of you. We know you're you in the Olympics, but our, our logos our logos more important than the American flag. No, you're not gonna say that. You're not gonna say that. No one say that. So there's there's a massive topic that. It, I'm going to make an executive decision and I want to talk about this on the next episode because it feeds over into the seven and eight of the last dance, but a little snippet is Jordan's gambling. So I'm, I'm teasing that now. I wanted to talk about it tonight, but I don't want to run out of time because it's got a, a, I think that deserves its own lengthy conversation and it spills over into episode seven just to spoil your your night a little bit yes i've already done my homework so eat that you already watched it take that for what it's worth Look take that you. for what it's worth all I'm right so, proud of you. so so we're gonna say jordan's gambling for the next for podcast 10 but <clears throat> you watched episode seven but didn't know he played for the barons huh well I, i'm like 60% through episode seven. <laughs> Shut up. You anyway. You freaking boob. Coming up, coming up here in the next week or so. Finally. Gosh, finally. Some good golf to talk about. Some good golf to talk about. May 22nd. I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw us into the two minute, two minute drill here, but I'm going to give it a three minute drill because I want one minute to talk about the, uh, the golf coming up here. What is it? May what? May 22nd. May 22nd. We've got Tiger and Peyton Manning versus Phil and Tom Brady. Who, who, who you got on that one? Who you got on that one? Oh, man. So, all right, straight up or with odds? I mean, what, what are we going here? I don't even know what the odds are. Have you looked at it yet? I have. Tell me what it um, is. So, Phil – and Tom are plus 175. Tiger, Tiger and Peyton minus 220. Tiger and Peyton are the favorites. Of course they are. Why wouldn't they be? Is Tom Brady a reasonable golf player? How does he compare to Peyton Manning? In what format are they playing? Are they playing like, like a two ball or what are they, what are they doing? Yeah, so the, the front nine is um, – yeah, they're they're splitting it up on the nines. I think the, the front nine is four ball, and the back nine is alternating shot or something. Uh, maybe alternate shot. I'm trying to find it real quick. Um, God, it needs it needs to be it needs to be. Let's do like maybe like four ball, and then um, match play. I'd love to see match play. Uh, all right. Yep. Yeah, so. Front nine, four ball, back nine, alternate shot. Okay. Um, yep, odds. That's going to be awesome. Are Tiger, Tiger and Peyton minus 220, Phil and Tom plus 175. My gut says, and this is really just based off a picture of, of Brady's follow-through compared to, to Peyton's follow-through. I'm going Phil and Tom. I really I want uh, the odds. 
That's my pick. I, I think I, – I think um, – I'm going with the upset. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why that was my, my pick. Not necessarily because of Tom. I think – I mean, I think that'll be a reasonable matchup between him and Peyton. But I feel like Bill tends to be more cold-blooded when he's up against Tiger. I know Tiger's outplayed him more his entire life. But I feel like in something like this, where Phil doesn't give a crap, where he's like, screw this, let's whatever, I don't even care. You know how he's kind of become bad boy Phil? I feel like he's going to – I feel like he's going to outplay Tiger. And I love Tiger. But I feel like he's going to be – he's going to beat him. I'm going to – Phil has and, sucked for a while now. He has. But I'm telling you, in, in a moment like this, I'm telling you, I feel like – and not some stage crap where they mic him up and make him trash talk each other. No junk like that. I'm just talking about like yeah. I feel like he's going to come out and, and, and beat him. So I, I think the more important aspect of – look, so it's a match for charity. That's all great and good. Happy it's happening. You know, I think you could take this on a whole-by-whole whole basis and what bets are being presented to each other on the – you know there's going to be side bets. Yeah. There are 100% going to be side bets. Yeah. And when money's on the line on in a betting format with Phil, that's when he's going to turn it on. I agree. Not for charity. You know, but if, if it's Phil, you know, you can't hold this out from 75. I'll bet you 100 grand. Phil might hold the son of a bitch. He might. He might. It'll put a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff in there. All right, so you got Phil and Tom, right? I got Phil and Tom. I, I'd, I'd love to go against you and just have a little, you know, wager you over lunch, but, you know, I, I can't. I, I still think I'm going to go Phil and Tom as well. So we're in this one together. We're in this one really? together. I thought, I thought you were um... – I, I do. It's not about that. I'm just – for some reason, I just feel like Phil's going to come out on top of that one. <laughs> I'm just telling you. If you want me to go the other way, I'll go the other way. We'll bet lunch on it. I don't care. No, I, you, you do you, man. You do you. All right, two-minute drill. NFL, finally got our schedules out. Game one for the Saints is at home against none other than Tom Brady. But it's not Tom Brady in the, in the, in the Patriots. It's Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Saints are favored by five. It's in the dome. Um, after all of this offseason being weird and everything else, I'm absolutely taking the Saints at minus five on that one. <clears throat> Saints and the over. Go ahead and take the over. You might as well take the over too, but I'm just telling you. I'm taking it. Saints coming back after adversity, I'm telling you. I I don't know what – like, I don't know what the number is going to be for the Mm over-under. They're not going to be able to set it low enough. Nope. It's going over. And the Saints are going to cover. It's going to be an offensive show. It's going to be a fantastic game. I can't freaking wait. I can't wait great. to tell Tom to suck it. So the Saints have three straight road oh, games I can't right wait. here. It's going to be good. We All got right, Saints have three three straight road games. 
Yeah, that sucks. Um, that's that's not a that's not a normal thing. Um, I'm kind of hoping I mean, that I, I, I'm kind of I'm. I, I wouldn't I mind. I think we're fine. I, mean, I think we're fine too. But maybe maybe um, Drew will, you know, tweak his thumb a little bit and let Teddy come in for those three road games again because Teddy on the road in the beginning when he has to be last year, geez, Louise. I mean, he just showed off. I mean, you you know we don't have Teddy, right? Oh, I forgot. We, well, screw. Well, fine. I take my statement back. Drew, keep your thumb. We good. got J Boo. Where did Teddy go? Carolina. Golly. He stole Cam. He told. He stole Scam Newton's spot. Hey, uh, whatever. Anything that happens to Scam Newton. La- negative. Little laptop. Thing. I'm happy with that, man. I'm happy with that. I just don't want little crab leg over here on the Saints or whatever, chomping on his crab claws or. Where? Yeah, no, we we need we need we need, we need Drew, Drew to, to be healthy. healthy this year. Just stay I, healthy. I do not. I do not want Jameis Winston to be our quarterback. So are we? Playing on Christmas Day this year? We're playing on Christmas Day this year? I don't think we are, but the NFL is having a Christmas Day game this year. Which they have in the past. You know, Christmas – yeah, I mean, they they have – like Thanksgiving has always been an NFL tradition. Right. But the NBA has always had Christmas Day. Right. Um, And – you know what, NFL on Christmas Day, give it to me. I love I'm the in. idea. Freaking, I love it. I always hate the fact of sitting down down after Christmas morning. You get up and you're like, "Well, what's on Christmas Day?" Nothing. I mean, the NBA, but and I love the NBA now. I do. So this year could be different. Who knows? But still, it's not NFL on Christmas Day. Just give me the NFL on Christmas Day. Um, you know, they've also talked about if if college. If college has to mm-mm. delay their season, about it. or don't even talk, don't even talk about it, don't even talk about it. I mean, but the NFL has already mean, come out and said, "That's fine." If college isn't having games on Saturdays, we will have games on Saturdays. Thank you, NFL, for that kind gesture. But don't take away, don't take away my college football. That's all I can say. That's all I can They're say. Just filling a gap in the event that it, that, that a gap is I there. It. And I'll willingly I take pre- it. Uh, I will willingly take it as well, but don't don't take away my college. Just leave it. Roll Tide. Hey, so NFL, hey, Roll Tide, right? Guess who the uh, the top two selling jerseys are? Uh, I would right say now. it's the number one, the number one bright aquamarine Miami jersey of two at Tonga Valoa. Bingo, bingo. Number two? I'm assuming it's Joe Burrow. Number two, the away jersey of Tua. Bull crap! Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. That's pretty awesome. That's My awesome. man is printing money for the Miami Dolphins. You go, boy. You go, boy. Keep that hip healthy. Don't break another hip. <sighs> All right, man. That's 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 our clock. I got my clock timer here. I really don't have a clock timer. It's imaginary, but. I want to keep it clean and slick and just entertaining. Entertainment. That's what I'm out for. Episode you know, seven and eight. You going to watch them or are you going to wait two weeks to watch them? Shut up. I'm already 60% through seven, so I'll beat you. Have you already watched both of them? 
I've watched all of. Seven. I've watched uh, almost all of eight. I've watched. Uh, yeah, you're talking like you're bashing me, and you're still the same boat. I thought. So. <clears throat> I, I fell asleep on the couch watching eight. Hey, you can always watch. Not Golden that it Glory wasn't Run interesting. But... You can watch a Golden Girls. I love Golden Girls, by the way. My my mama, my mama on Mother's Day, she started pouring me mangaritas, and I got a little little too dense for uh -oh. the, the mangarita. Uh oh, uh oh, no, mama, mama Andrew, little mama Rita. Woo. Old girl knows all how right. to fix them. That's all I got. Episode nine down. Yeah, man. man, our next podcast is our tenth podcast. That's double. Pretty, that's a double digit milestone. That's a milestone. I'm pumped for that one. So, awesome. all right. Well, that's it for tonight. Until next time, we are signing off, signing out. Close the door. Shut the shop. You don't have to go home, but you cannot stay here. Till next time. Peace. We're out. You just listened to the three up three down sports podcast. Click the link to subscribe and you can find us on Instagram at three up three down sports until next time. Be good or be good at it.